Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. We are being pretty mean. And by we, I mean you. <laughs> Cancelled. Don't do that. So interesting. I'm being just the worst right now, but I think I'm hoping that's what people want. You're being want. quiet. Yeah, you are. <laughs> the natural flow. Okay. Like the menstrual flow I'm having right now. <laughs> Before we start this episode, I would first like to acknowledge that Cheek Media Co. operates on stolen land of the Yagara and Turrbal people and that that land was never ceded. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek Podcast in this special episode. So if you'd like to give us a little, a little treat, where is my treat? <laughs> I've been a very brave little girl. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can share us. You can tell people. Mm-hmm. Tell two friends today. So fucking annoying. I've heard that on a few episodes, a few podcasts. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I will be telling one Max <laughs> that I hated that part. I'm going to be telling all my listeners that I fucking hate when people do that. The opposite of a promoter. Yeah, literally. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so for this episode, what have we done? Well, so I put up a poll on our Instagram, which is something I all just love to do. And this is a bit of a hard one because I wasn't actually sure of how many responses we get because literally the whole purpose of the question I was asking was getting people to dob themselves in, right? So the idea behind this is like, what is something that you have done that you feel is uh, immoral or problematic or makes you a bad feminist? And yep. a lot of people, when they replied to this, I found would try and like not justify themselves but give me that context to be like well I did it because of this and this and this and this and interesting but then like do you want to tell people what one of like your confession I do but when I was thinking about it more I'm like it's actually not that spicy but I genuinely I think it is oh do you yeah oh now I'm no I oh sorry <laughs> it's fine yeah it is totally shit Kristen okay <laughs> so I am 28 years old so this happened one decade ago when I in my first election I was very excited to vote and I was very excited to get enrolled to vote. I got enrolled like the day I turned 18. I was really pumped. And I didn't like, I mean, it was never my vibe. I'm the oldest child. Um, never my vibe to be, look at, like, go to my parents and be like, what should I vote for? Right. I was just like, I'm voting and I take this very seriously. And so I did my research. Mm. I did so much research. Because I think my parents said something about like, you have to look into all of the candidates. Mm. So I did my research. Oh, God. And research and drew this conclusion. That's so fascinating. I did my research and I voted for the Catter <gasps> Party. <laughs> I voted for fucking – I put a number one next to Bob Catter's name. And the reasoning oh – no. <laughs> let, it, let it sit in the air. Just let it – now tell me your reasoning. <laughs> my reasoning is because I looked it up and he had one of his policies. He was going to raise the – Speed limit on the Bruce Highway from it was ninety in some places, but he was going to and it was a hundred and a hundred hundred and ten in a lot of other places. He was going to raise it to like one twenty one thirty, and I and it's I drove. Legal. I know that now. <laughs> oh. Also, he didn't have the jurisdiction to do so. But like the maximum speed limit in Australia is one hundred and twenty. I think he was going to change the maximum speed limit. Probably. What power does Bob Catter have to change the maximum speed limit? He didn't in have any power. I didn't know that. I'm obviously. so sorry, Queen, for this. This is it's not what fine. I'm trying to do. This is your. This is your confession. Um, and he and I used to drive that highway once a week because I um, lived in a place that's two hours north of Brisbane. And my friends lived in Brisbane and I used to visit them on a Wednesday every single week. And I was like, this is going to improve my life. One issue voter, done. That's actually really interesting. 
And I don't, I think it's particularly interesting because like it was a decade ago and look who you are now. I know. And that is like, unrecognizable. it's so fascinating to me that you did your research and that's like how that happened. Like, that's so interesting. I don't right? know if it's better or worse. <laughs> worse. Yeah. <laughs> I did my research and I decided Bob Catter. Yeah. Anyways. But that's, I think it's a good confession because I think that when a lot of people have messaged us something, I think they're really good. I think a lot of them are really good examples, but some of them are like one sentence for the confession and then 10 sentences for like, oh, but this is why. And it's like, it's okay to fuck up. Yeah. And you don't have to spend the entire paragraph circling back for me. Yeah. Like you just did it and it like, you now you're better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, I, my re- my thing is like I did it. This is why. Yeah, like the, or this is the process that got me there. Yeah, I don't have anything to say for myself. It's just a fuck up. Yeah, but you're a different person. So it's not really a fuck up. It's just like you've grown. Ooh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> so what's yours? I actually don't know. I'm sorry. I've been thinking about this for days. I just oh. love how you boldly were like, "Do you want to go because first? I knew how good yours was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to go first? I should have told you beforehand that I didn't have anything. So I haven't told you about any of these. No, they're a complete secret. And they're completely anonymous. We always keep your secrets, everyone, if you vote or or put in answers on the pod, on the Instagram. Okay. Some of these are so solid. I love them. But I I wonder how much time I'm going to spend on each. So let's let's see what happens. The natural flow. Okay. Like the menstrual flow I'm having right now. (laughs) It's awful, everyone. Okay. Sometimes I play into the naive, incapable young girl so that I don't have to do something or expectations are lower. I'm assuming this person means like the workplace. Am I using the patriarchy or making it worse? You're making it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Like. Hey, I think everyone's done it. I think everyone Real, has that's played so bad. Into, oh my god, no, I get scared personal, at like mechanics and petrol stations and stuff all the time trying to do things that are like. But consi- a, a mechanic is a service. Yeah, no, I know, but like I'm bad at things in my car, so I play off like the. <laughs> but I don't think that's the same. Sorry, well, if you genuinely don't know, because that's like you're going to you. I mean, we should be able to trust mechanics to do their job. But if you're like, oh, I can't. Can someone please help me lift my computer up and move it? I yeah, but do I don't it. know if this person means that. I'm just making assumptions for, yeah. Sorry, for conversation. Sorry. But yeah, to answer her question, she, it's making it worse. Sorry. Not sorry. Stop doing that. This is, I'm sorry about my aggressive no, answers. No, I'm giving you my honest opinion. Episode 50 is a special. This is how I wish that I would give advice to people, but I don't. So this is, I'm thriving. Okay, next. So it's two from the same person, but I don't think they're necessarily connected. Okay. Ratting on women colleagues because they were pissing me off even though being assertive. Oh, that's bad. Second, stroking egos of men in leadership to get promoted even though felt disgusting. That one's not as bad as the first one. I think they're both pretty fucked. Yeah, I mean, I guess the promotion one, I wouldn't do either of them. Um, and I'm not saying that they're fine, but I think the promotion one, like at least, like to me, that is closer to using the patriarchy to your advantage. What's that called again? The patriarchal bargain. Yep. Yeah. I knew you knew the term because you wrote about it. It was it's my favourite. Um, but the first one, that's really fucked. Telling on... Assertive your... women colleagues. Yeah. Because they were pissing you off. Yeah, but that's like I, really... I, you, when you say pissing off, do you mean like they've done something that's like unethical or like not productive or like awful mm. and like you've then acted out because of that or are they just being assertive and you are you don't like you're it. uncomfortable yeah 
Eek. It's hard to say. Yes. Either way, not good. Stop doing that. <laughs> this, this one's interesting. Love it when guys throw me around, slap, choke me during sex. Is being a sub anti-feminist? No. I don't think it is either. I actually read um, a couple of years ago this really good, not to be like, I am flex. I read this really good article in the New York Times that talked about um, they did these re- like there's extensive research and multiple studies into women who are extroverted, outgoing, confident, who usually like love to be submissive in the bedroom. Yeah. And so there's this whole study on like, and research like women love to power play in like a work setting in a social setting, but then they like the opposite with their intimate partner a lot of the time. And that's a very common thread. Yeah. And I think like from my perspective and what I've read about it, it's because it's like, you're tired of being in charge in your whole entire life. Yeah. And, and so it's one, but yeah. also if you're not tired and you're like, quite introverted or you know you're Mm, yeah either or is actually the most empowering thing you can do is be honest about what you like and so i actually think that's not a problem at all no i don't even have any i think the main point being hopefully your partner respects all of those things and can do what you want in that setting yeah and then that doesn't influence how they feel about you outside of that yes and that's my point as long as the partner you're with respects and understands that yes but still then it's not problematic for for this person it's problematic for the partner exactly yeah Yeah, sorry not blaming you there for your partner but good for you good for you queen (laughs) continue to have a crush on a man that unironically told misogynistic jokes cancelled that should give you the ick yeah that's not good. It's that's not good. that's pick me energy. It is. Sorry and that we're roasting you. I, no, but so like hard. I, I, I don't know who you are. We don't so. know who these people are. I'm not looking, but like I just this is just honest. Yeah. We like thank you so much for being so honest. Oh, and don't the... don't take this as personal. And pl- I love. We're gonna post this episode. and People are gonna be like, oh my god, and then I follow us. <laughs> thank you. I mean, all the people who entered them knew that what we we're gonna say. No, I'm so. actually really thankful because I think this is important. And it's not. Although we're like cancelled, we don't think that. I actually yeah. am very thankful that people feel comfortable enough to confess these things. Yeah, I think me that's too. power because that's recognition and awareness of what's happening. And yeah. the next step is to hear our horrific feedback and then yes, follow exactly. suit. And also like if I think back to high school, um, because like I'm I don't do any of these things now and a lot of it is because I've done a lot of like, you know, internal thinking and I'm just like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. But the other thing is like I just like have a general like hatred of people and which makes it really makes 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 it much easier not to be a pushover because yes. I'm just like I hate people, especially men. Like I'm absolutely sorry, but the opposite of you. I don't like I don't like many people and I particularly don't like a lot of men. Um, so, you know, it's easy for me to be like, no. But when I was in high school, I was not a pick me, but I was definitely a not like other girls. So if that's uh, helpful. I was definitely not like other girls too. Um, and I think that I am a pushover because I am obsessed with being liked. So I'm mm-hmm. the opposite to you. Yeah. Um, and I am a pushover because I will absolutely stand by a bad joke. Like, it's not me making the joke. I will stand by and just be like, well, that was awful in my yeah, head. right. But, like, I want to be, like, in the circle. Like, yes. I want to be present with the other people so I'll ignore the fuckwit. So if you see Hannah and I, approach Hannah, not me. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have asked women in my male-dominated company to dress more professionally. Oh, is this from a woman? Yeah. <gasps> no. No. But hang on. There's elements here. I love how I'm arguing for the nuance every single time. Let's think about this. It actually depends on the industry, the workplace, and what they're wearing. Like, 
to, no, but to be absolutely honest, mm. if someone came in in like a crop top and a short, like a tiny skirt to like an office, what would you do? If, what would you, if I was, what would you think? I wouldn't say anything to them. I wouldn't, but I would be like, fuck. It really depends on the context because there is a chance that she might be trying to protect them from someone else telling them. Yeah, but like, oh, more context it's so is hard required. The thing is, it's like, I really disagree with the way that workplaces operate in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. we should be able to wear what we want, right? Yeah. But like, at some point, it is a, it is like ingrained in me that if I see someone who's working, wearing something that I'm like, <gasps> it just does still happen. I still like clench mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know. Mm, yeah, I think more context required. Someone wore denim one. shorts to my old government job once. Mm. See what I mean? Your face. <laughs> you were like, no, no, no. And then I said that and you were like, oh. I think when she said it initially more professional, I immediately I thought, thought of like less provocative or yes, something like that. Yes. Which I don't think that's, I don't know. That one's a question mark. Not sure. I just love that this person has thought that this is what we wanted. Like this is the least of my concerns. <laughs> Never returned a lolly from Big W I accidentally stole. <laughs> I'm like, what have you done that's problematic or bad feminist? And someone's like, didn't return a lolly I accidentally pocketed. Like, come on. I really hope that's like genuinely the worst thing that that person. I love ever done. that How person. Wholesome. What a sweetie. Not to sorry, that sweetie sounds like diminishing. I sweetie, hate that. like a lolly. Lol. <laughs> like the lolly she stole. Oh shit! This one's great. I'm finding some of these that I haven't seen before. Voted liberal in the last election because of their first home buyer's policy. Shame with a bell emoji. Oh, that's bad. That's pretty bad. I like bad. how much they know that yeah. it's bad. You voted liberal in the last election. Thanks a lot. Thanks for following us, though, and dobbing <laughs> yourself in. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. There's and something honestly, about the, them showing policy, regret. But the home I'm... buyer's policy is interesting, too, because it's a fucking good deal. Yeah, yeah. But again, it it's, a, it's a one issue vote. Yes. I think it's just all about, like, you know, liberal other. It's all about, like, putting your own interests where you put your own interests. Like, do you put your own interests yeah. first or last? But it sounds like this person is, like, knows what they did. So. Yes. So I just feel like I don't have to roast them. Yes. <laughs> they know. They know. They they know. You know I, what you did wrong. I love that. There's that sense of when someone, like, the way someone types something or says something that you're like, okay you know so i don't need to say anything but sometimes the way they said i'm like okay now i need to step in because you're clearly not having that awareness yourself do you know what else is worse it's because of the how that election went yeah like if labor had won that election you kind of be like oh silly you You, silly you making that mistake but that impact like but because of what the election was like it's just like oh fucking hell yes okay yes anyway from a man I used to say bitch a lot and then my therapist said it's misogynistic and now I feel bad. I'm not here to give you sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> so did it take your therapist tell... Uh, why couldn't you figure that out yourself? I don't think the word bitch is inherently bad. No. But it is used in a misogynistic way often. Yes, I think it's the connotation that comes with the word. Yeah. That's a weird one. I don't know what to say about a that one. A few people have referenced um, in these responses uh, listening to problematic artists. Oh, yeah, like um, Chris Brown. Yeah. Cancelled. Don't do that. So interesting. <laughs> I'm being just the worst right now, but I think I'm hoping that's what people want. You're being want. quiet. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm trying to give people some, like, space. I'm being honest. 
Read through teenage messages I had sent to a friend calling another girl a slut for how she dressed. I nearly died. So horrible and problematic broke my heart. That's really sad. Yeah, it is sad. And again, like I said, like I've done stuff in high school and I'm just like, oh, if we are being pretty mean (laughs) by we, I mean you. (laughs) I have briefed a male barrister because some judges prefer to hear from men. I don't think that's on you. No, that's not on you. I think that is working. Like, I think that is you going the way the patriarchy operates means that I should be doing this in order to win the case. Like, Mm -hmm. I need to be doing this because it's better off for my work. Yeah, I mean, there's something wrong with the system. Oh, absolutely. And it's not challenging that. But you're like a bit of a pawn. I mean, you could try, perhaps, like, you could try maybe to challenge it. But, again, like, in those situations, how much power does that person have? Well, yeah, and I'm realistically they're going against themselves by saying I'm briefing a man to brief another man. Yeah. Well, briefing a man to represent because I don't feel that I will be respected. So that's really, like... That's not about you. Yeah, it's a reflection on the, yeah. law, the legal profession. And your experiences that have been horrible. Yeah. This person starts by saying, like, I would love to share because I still can't work out why I did it or how I feel about it. I work with a beautiful young lady who does not wear a bra to work, which is obvious through her blouse. A male co-worker commented to me about it one time, asking for my opinion as another woman about whether this was professional or not. As many people in the office had noticed, I commented that I personally wouldn't not wear a bra in the workspace, and I have been thinking about this ever since. I am all for the free the knit movement and exclusively only wear a bra when I am at work. I can't help but think about why I think in a workspace this is any different. But for some reason, it just feels different. Is this internalized misogyny or bad feminism? I don't know. Maybe it's because I personally wouldn't want to be commented on the way this woman has, so I'm looking out for myself. Either way, in hindsight, I should not have not engaged in that conversation with a man about whether another woman is professional or not for wearing a bra. Um, I mean, no, you shouldn't have engaged, but having been in those conversations myself, like as a woman talking to a man, it is pretty hard to be like, stop, because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think, like, what it's a leading question. And they can't tune, but as another woman, what do you think about that? Yeah, that guy, that man should never have done that. That's really fucking creepy, actually. Yeah, and also... He's the one that's the problem. He's trying to get you to agree and, and, like, get on on side, I think. And it also depends on the position of the man, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, so is he a a senior? Is he your direct colleague? Is he your friend? Is he her friend? Like, how is this, right? I think it's, like, so dependent. Like, for example... I had this discussion with someone in my workplace recently where, like, they never wear bras to work, but they only wear certain tops because of that to suit mm. that so it's not, like, obvious, mm-hmm. right? I always do because I would just feel self-conscious if I wasn't wearing a bra. Um, I also just feel supported. Like, I think there's a lot of factors here where some women just, like... If you have, like, sm- okay, so I have small boobs mm. and I can, with a lot of tops, I don't wear a bra. I do usually to work, but it's because I wear T-shirts to work. Um, but I have previously not worn a bra to work before. Um, but I, ha- but again, yeah, I have smaller boobs, so it's a very different situation for me in terms of, like, how comfortable I am yeah. even, like, even, like, physically comfortable. Um, and I think that it is it, – it, it impacts upon the individual differently based on how big your boobs are. Yeah, and what – how – but also the workplace you work in to what you're expected to wear. Yeah. Like, if you're wearing, like, sheer blouses and things because you're in a very corporate workplace where it's all blouses and, like, certain, like certain corporate dresses, so supportive you wouldn't have to. Yeah. It's dependent on all these fucking things and, like, obviously how comfortable you feel in the workplace. Like, some workplaces can be very casual, couldn't give a shit about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And some places you could be persecuted for it, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's really hard and it's a hard conversation to have when the person involved is even part of it you also don't know like 
what is HR? Where does this person work? What's the expectations? Like blah, blah, blah. And it doesn't come down to that and people should just like not have to wear a bra. Like that's my fucking fundamental stance on it, right? But I get why it's a hard conversation. And when I was replied to this person, one of the things I said was, I wonder if this conversation is something that now is like a big deal because it's all sort of changing and if in three years it'll be like the most ridiculous thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like I wonder if this is one of those things. Yeah. That's like absolutely about to change like the cusp of changing. Also, I don't think it's internalized misogyny or the other thing she said. I think it's just um, societal conditioning. Yeah. Because cause I was just thinking about when you're saying like a sheer blouse, like I think like if it's a sheer blouse that you can actually see through, um, I don't think it's – I don't think in the workplace you should wear no bra mm-hmm. in the same way that I don't think you should be able to see men's nipples through their shirt. Yes. Um, because I just think at this point in time that is just like – very sexualized and there's nothing we can do to move away from that and i wish it was different but it's It's not not. um but in terms of like i don't know just being able to like see your boobs move under a shirt or see your nipples i just think the the man who said that to you is really like fucking creepy as fuck like he's the one who the problem like lies with him in this situation that you said because i think neither woman minds yeah mentally yeah you just i mean and the thing is I might notice it. Like if another woman in the workplace wasn't wearing a bra, it might be noticeable to me. And I go, oh, and I might be surprised. Yeah. And then my immediate reaction is to be like, oh my God. And then immediately go, oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's just this like automated response. And then I completely just like cross the barrier and I'm like, oh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's just like an accidental moment always. Yeah. But then after that, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'd probably defend her to the day I die after that. Yeah, exactly. But because in my workplace, it's all t-shirts and jeans and stuff as well. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I think no, I think you're right. I think that male, what that male colleague was doing was inappropriate, and having that conversation because I think it's more about the language of like trying to get someone on side about it and bring it up. Which I think I that's think sexual is harassment. Probably is, personally, to both of you, to both of the women. It's very interesting. You're sexualizing another woman and saying it to and critiquing a her. woman. Yeah, yeah, that's that's harassment. Get him fired. So this person says uh, her moment or confession is that she didn't like Abby Chatfield on her season of The Bachelor and now I feel like a dickhead who just got played by marketing. Imagine not liking a gal because they were horny on a dating show. I'm horny all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I think there were so many people who that happened to. Oh, it happened to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was outraged. I didn't watch it. (laughs) Oh, so powerful. Flex. So powerful. Thank you. Society can do fucked up stuff to us. That's the thing. That's it. And, and I'm finding a divide between these because some of them I'm just like, society has done this, but some of them I'm like, you should know better. I don't know where the line is, but I, I feel it. You feel it? I feel it. I started working in corrections and was told to uglify myself. <laughs> That's the, Sorry. The <laughs> word uglify. I know. And keep out of trouble. Big men's only boys club vibe. And swallowed my pride, even though it was only said to me because I'm a young female. Uh, again, you're a victim of this. Yeah. That's really fucked up. It is really fucked but up. But it's reflective of the system. It's and... also saying you're in danger inherently because of the workplace you're in. Like... Yeah. Because the only thing you can do really is quit. And then, like, that's assuming a level of privilege that you can just, like, quit a job. Yes. This I one, don't think that's on you. I like this one too. It's very interesting. Since becoming disabled, I've had to give up my views on good feminism. The reality is I am now heavily reliant on the men around me to financially support, lift heavy things. I'm more of a Victorian Deb, but with the intersectionality, I can realize that that doesn't make me a bad feminist. 
I'm just living in a world that isn't built or accepting of my new limitations and the most practical option is to rely on those who can do those tasks. That's interesting. I think it's really interesting and, like, I think that the point's about I have to rely on men to do so many things for me now. Like, that's I, – I wouldn't normally think of that. No. Because I'm wondering if, if they mean a partner, a male partner, especially for the financial yeah. or parent. Yeah. Because um, I guess the other thing is, like, maybe they're relying on women in the same way. I also think that, like – we tend to, and this is part of social conditioning, rely on certain genders for certain things. Yeah. Like a lot of men will not rely on their friends for emotional support mm-hmm. or, you know, like <laughs> I read the meme again this week. It's so fucking funny. Um, men invented golf so that they could oh, yeah. go because they were too scared to ask each other to go on walks. <laughs> like that's so funny to me, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's like that. So I think there's a lot of talk of like when you, you know, when a lot of men get into a relationship, a straight relationship with a woman, they unload so much emotional energy and, and get so much of their emotional needs, like almost 100% of their emotional needs from their mm-hmm. female partner. Yep. And like oftentimes women are like, what the fuck? Because we get it from friends because we are understanding and accepting and our relationships work like that where we might only need that from 25% from our partner. Yeah. Like that's just not in the spectrum. Whereas like I'm, I always am like, excuse me, David, could you please fix everything in this home? <laughs> I, I refuse to do it right, and it's like part of me is when those things happen. I'm so like, so you're doing that. Hmm? Are you yeah. do, doing the useless woman thing? I literally will not change a light bulb if I don't have to. Why? That should have been your confession. That I, that doesn't feel bad to me. I'm like, do it. Is that bad, Kristen? I just don't want to do it. I am making the patriarchy work for me. Are you though? Yeah. Hmm. I actually wouldn't know how to do many things. Like when you know how to change a light bulb. I've never done it before. It's not that hard, Queen. You just twist it in. Well, it depends if it's a twist or a bayonet. I've done it in a lamp. I it's look, the same thing. I say, I need this. I go to Bunnings, I buy it, I put it in. So you're perfectly capable. But I don't want to do it. I get zero joy. It actually fucking causes me pain to have to do it. Okay, this is so. Here we go. <laughs> in our relationships, I carry the mental load. And in Hannah's relationship, she does not carry the mental load. So this is an interesting one because is it because of gender or is it because of the mental load? Let me tell you something I tell my partner. Nobody enjoys doing that shit. You just have to fucking do it. This is harsh. Now like no one, no one is like, yay, I get to go and buy a new light bulb from Bunnings. I don't think that's true. I think David loves going to Bunnings. I, if I never went to a Bunnings again, I'd be happy. Mm, well, I think we'll have to hear from David on this because I don't – I think he'd I be perfectly you. happy to go to Bunnings by himself, go for a little shop. By himself? Yeah. Without you? Yep. Suspicious. I think he'd prefer to go without me because I'd be fucking whinging the whole time. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think the actual act of getting up and doing something, but I think that, like, in terms of tasks, I don't like those sorts of tasks. I love a good task. Not that shit. Uh, but do you not like the man, man tasks, in quotes? I'm trying to think of a man task I really like. Do you like taking out the rubbish? No. I think a lot of people would argue that they think that's a woman task. Taking out the rubbish. I think taking out the rubbish is an agendered task. I think it's a man task. I think it's like usually like the woman does everything and then she asks her husband to take out the rubbish. That's the easiest part. It's because it's like dirty. Anyway, that's my perspective on what society says though. I don't think it's right, obviously. I'm trying to think of a man task that I like. I don't like cooking and I feel like that's considered to be a woman task. What about something outside-y? Oh, definitely not. Hmm. 
<laughs> I like doing washing. Do you I like, like, wait, do you like cooking? No, you don't. Oh, I hate cooking. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, but my partner doesn't do the cooking for me. I fucking do it anyway because I need to eat. David does it more than I do it. Yeah, because he does it. Last week, most of the stuff. He asked me to cook one time. I said, "Let's just get takeaway then." See, it's a it's a weird intersection. You, I can't tell if it's because of the mental because he carries the mental load or because you don't like the gen, the man task. I don't like doing anything. I don't like doing. I don't know how to say that. Oh, you are so Nick. No one likes doing it. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't take out my baggage on you. No, I just... Go back and listen to our mental load episode. It was really good. I'm trying to think of something to argue here. You have no like to stand on Queen. I know I'm wrong. <laughs> and I... You know what I love? I actually love working. I love very going man, to work. Very mannish. I don't think it's no, but <laughs> shut up! I knew you can do this. You love, I love providing for my that's not family. what I mean, but like I, I, mm, I'm trying to think of something. I don't like doing many things. <laughs> I'm so lazy, and you know what's ridiculous? And this is awful, right? Before we moved in together, I would cook, I would clean, I would do whatever I needed to do happily. Would change the light bulbs. Would kill the actually no i was gonna say kill a spider i wouldn't do that i don't like doing that i run out outside the house did you carry the mental load in your previous house well we all had our own lives it feels different mm. like i think i'm the organizer in my group like if we're going on a trip or if we're going out i'm the planner yeah i consider myself to be right and so in a group of friends in a share house that can kind of be the thing mm-hmm. right but like i wasn't the cleanest and i wasn't the dirtiest okay but I would do everything for myself. I would cook. I would, you know, make meals for the week. Like, I would fucking do that. But since moving with David, he's so much better at all that stuff. Is it because he's better genuinely, do you think? Yeah. Hmm, but he's also the one who gives in. That's bad, but it's true. I'm being completely honest. I'll just be like, can you please? I'll be like, yeah, sure. And it's also because he often will get home, like, two hours before me in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And, like... I'm doing, and this is not fair, but I am doing five subjects at uni, working full time and running cheek. Yeah. So often I'll just play that card. Okay. Can you do this? And that's bad because I am capable of cooking. Yeah. But I'm like, can you just do it? I'm just like doing my tweets. He's making my memes. And he's like, fucking here we go. And he just does it. And he's yeah, better. Like, I mean. You know, what's, this is ridiculous. We have nachos like probably two times a week. Mm-hmm. He does the nachos, but he makes me do the avocado every time. So I have to do something. <laughs> you hate me right now so much. You're like unfriend, but it's true. I'm just being completely honest. I don't do those things in our relationship. I try my absolute best not to do those things. You're actually, uh, I don't use the word, word worse, but if I were to, you're actually worse than Nick, I think. Yes. Because I think I'm more like than David. Yes. David doesn't... I'm like, no, you do that, not me. But here's the thing. I think that when we first moved in together, it was equal. And then mm-hmm. it's gradually gotten worse the longer, the more I've realised I've been able to push it off me. That's really bad, but it's the truth. Yeah, that's, that's my confession. Queen. Great. I'm glad we got there eventually. I had to pry it's a pretty good one. And that's is current one. and honest and really bad. Yeah, mine's old, so... So I'm not a healed person. Congrats, Queen. Are you going to freak out about this and be like, take it out of the podcast? No. Maybe we'll... I just... Again. And sometimes I'm like, well, I'm just fighting the patriarchy and then I'm like no I'm just being the man in inverted commas <laughs> that is something very interesting it is hard to, to walk the line between like just playing the game and acting like a man to get yeah to win um and like just being your genuine self and just like being and you know putting 
putting boundaries in place. It's hard to walk that line. To dob myself even further, I've decided I'm going to make dinner tonight. Like I've decided I'm going to cook something nice and like not just like something in the oven, but like I'm going to make a curry, right? Yep. But then I was like, could you go and get the groceries for that today? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that was what was happening every meal, that would be nice, like split partnership. Equal. Yeah, but um, it's because we're here today and yeah. he is going to do the grocery shop because he likes doing that by himself. Okay. So. Interesting. Yep. All right. So you're cancelled. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I can't believe this is the last podcast we'll ever do. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. You can also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs>